from Alaska Public Media, this is State of Art. Welcome to the weekend and to State of Art, your weekly dose of Anchorage Arts and Culture. I'm Ammon Swenson. Coming up, I speak with artist Scott Clendaniel. He combines his love of the outdoors, beer, and a lighthearted approach to his Alaska-themed paintings. When scanning through his collection of work, you might find X-Wings from Star Wars flying over Denali, an octopus hitting up some fresh powder on skis, or local beers in the foreground of an epic landscape. His work is currently on display at Turnigan Brewing until early October. He splits his time between Anchorage and his cabin in McCarthy. I have always found inspiration in the Wrangell Mountains and the, in the nature that surrounds them. The animals, the birds, the trees, uh, the culture, the wild nightlife drinking culture here is pretty fun too. I don't get out as much as I did when I was a decade younger, but um, I still enjoy going down to the, the Golden Saloon or the Potato Restaurant and participating in that kind of stuff. But the mountains and the glaciers and the trees, they, they energize me. They give me inspiration. They, they power up my creative engine that fuels my artwork. So, you know, looking at your work and, you know, Alaska and being outdoors being a major kind of aspect to your painting or inspiration, how do you spend your personal time outside and do you kind of bring the paints along for any adventures you might be on? Last winter, Maria and I went to five different ski areas and I brought my painting kit uh, with me and I painted at all five ski areas, which was challenging and very exciting. I did enjoy the process most of the time sitting on the side of the mountain after skiing. I probably get about 10,000 vertical feet in and find and go ski all over the mountain, find the best spot for where I wanted to sit and paint for 45 minutes. Mm. And there were little tiny paintings or five inch by seven inch paintings that I was making up on the mountain. And then, you know, then you're just, you feel celebratory once you've gotten that little bit of work done, even if it isn't really monumental or, you know, ground shattering, earth shattering type of work. It's just something that's kind of cool to have done and to have actually try to do something creative out in this out on the ski mountain but I you know I do all kinds of things out in the outside I'm here in McCarthy I used to just work in this tent and I did I don't know how many paintings just outside in this little screened tent with a tarp over the top of it I had a wooden floor which was nice so at least I felt like I was out of the if it was raining really hard I wasn't getting swamped <laughs> but that was you know I like working outside I like the fresh air I like I like to have natural light surrounding me. All of that really is is positive for the creative process. Just kind of scanning through the work and stuff on your website and like in your Etsy shop and stuff. You know, there's there's kind of like a childlike whimsy to it. I'm thinking like specifically some examples where like, you know, X-Wings from Star Wars kind of soaring over some mountains, uh, skiing octopi, a uh, drunk bear who got into a cooler of Rainier beer. Not that all of your work is totally like that, but there does seem to be a major sense of play in your work. Can you kind of talk about that a little? I like to keep it on the light side. I never, I don't want people to walk away feeling worse about <laughs> the world, even though, you know, looking forward on the, to the, the way the planet is going, I do feel concerned. And I have especially I'm concerned with the huge homeless population we have, but I haven't figured out a way to process that in a way or, or, you know, make artwork that can fix those problems in a way that wouldn't, that won't, will make people feel better. 
So my, my goal is to make people happy and to improve their experience and to improve the aesthetic things in their life. So like when they look at their, I want to make attractive wall hangings when I'm making paintings. I don't want someone to look at that and be like, man, that is just so dreary and depressing. I want them to look at it and be, oh, wow, I feel better about my living space. I feel better about my office or wherever it's hanging. I want them to be uh, invigorated. I want them to be stimulated. I want them to also just have the, the room feel better when they are there and experiencing it. Can we talk just a little bit about kind of a reoccurring theme in your paintings, which is beer, often in various Alaska scenes. Maybe you'll do some abstracts that kind of incorporate a beer theme, even like specific brands and different scenarios. So what's the fascination with kind of beer in the kind of natural Alaska environment? Ah, well, in 2004, six, maybe it was 2005, I started to work at the homebrew shop with my good friends, Pete and Lisa. They weren't really my good friends then. They were in my employers, but I was doing some sticker business with them and I we were drinking some homebrew that I had made. And they're like, we need another employee at the shop. Wouldn't that be great? I'm like, well, I could do it. Let me be your employee. So then I, I did. I went and I worked there for several months. And I learned everything beer from those guys. And like, it was like beer, 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 beer for breakfast, beer all day, learn beer, sip on beer, drink this nasty beer. It's got some kind of contamination. And what is that contamination? How do you make mead? How do you make wine? And I was, was like overwhelming how much alcohol was in my life at that time period. And I was like, I need to step back and make some more artwork. I haven't been doing anything but brewing and production of alcohol. I need to like think about where my life is going and what I'm doing. So I stopped and I quit working there. And the first thing I did was I made a series of 10 paintings called The Color of Beer. And that was in 2006. And I hung the show at Noble's Diner. And before I even hung the show, I had to put all of the stuff on a cute little card and had all the beers on one card. And I'd sold two of the sold two of the paintings before I even hung the show. And then after the show is over, I just went over to Midnight Sun and I sold the rest of them like just like that. I mean, every single painting was sold. And I was like, wow, it's a sold out show. I don't normally have that much success selling paintings. That was after I worked at Arctic Circle Enterprises making Alaska uh, souvenir products. So. I'd already been working as an artist. And so then I was like, well, let's do that again. And I made the 99 bottles of beer on the wall. The 99 bottles of beer on the wall was a really fun show, but we kind of held it back until all of them were done. So I just made a huge body of work. And then that was when it was a huge transition from where my artwork was kind of just breaking even. And I was, you know, making a couple thousand dollars a year to when my wife joined my joined working with me as my business partner. And she took over all the business end, and she also quit her job working for the Alaska Tourism Industry Association. And she marketed the beer paintings like crazy. And I'd sold 60% of them before I even hung the show at Midnight Sun Brewing Company. So beer art's good for me because it's, it's lucrative and it's true to me because I, you know, I, I love it. I, I'm a home brewer. I still make beer. I, I think beer is an incredible alcoholic beverage because it's not as strong as whiskey or wine. I feel like it gets it's second rate in in people's minds to like champagne or whiskey or uh, you know cognac and I wanted to elevate it to the same level as you know the more premium beverages and now that it kind of has happened you know now you're seeing 
people selling these beers on the secondary market, some of these fancy barley wines are selling for, you know, $500 to thousand dollars a bottle. And you're like, wow, that's, it has, it has reached the, you know, it has reached that level. And I was, I'm, I think that I'm, I'm not sure if I'm, you know, I'm not definitely not instrumental in the region, but I'd like to say I played a small part in helping bring beer to that level. And that was as the beer artist, I want to document beer. I want to put it out there into the world and put it in a positive light. And, you know, and even though I've done the Rainier Bear, which is totally an alcoholic looking bear, I don't want to promote the the negative aspects of alcohol. I want to show it as the thing that it can be, the joy that it can bring to people's lives. And I know people have problems with alcohol and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make anyone feel bad or, you know, make them have negative thoughts. I guess I'm running around in circles now about this one, but I, I basically, I just really like making beer paintings. So that's why I do it. Totally. And the backgrounds are super fun. I like to put different things in the background. And that was, I mean, an Alaskan, an Alaskan artist, how often do you get to, because when I did the year of beer, that was in 2014, I made a beer painting every day for a year. And I just, you know, made beer paintings from all over the country, all over the world. And I'd always try to pair in the background something that would fit that specific beer. So I got to paint stuff like, you know, hummingbirds and elephants and just a little bit of everything. And that was really fun because Alaska artists pretty much get to paint Denali. We get to paint moose, bear, tree, eagle. You know, that's maybe a whale if you're lucky. I was able to do something that was completely different than what I would have to do just trying to fit into the Alaska market. And the other thing is the beer is something I do sell across the country. So it's, it has brought my artwork to more people. In fact, I just sold a painting this morning to a person in Virginia. So I'm nice. very, very excited to see another original painting from that 2014 group go to a good home in Virginia. Awesome. Um, anything coming up in the near future that you'd want to talk about that you're doing? I know you've currently got a show at Turnigan Brewing for the this month, but uh, anything in addition to that coming up or happening for you? Let's see. Well, I, I have the show at Turning and Brewing. I'm very happy to have that there. It's um, I've, That one's pretty much themed skiing uh, because the Arctic Valley crew is rolling through there every Wednesday. That's the, the Anchorage Ski Club. Mm. Uh, goes there on Wednesdays because uh, the president of the ski club has his food truck there on Wednesdays and everyone's going there. So I was like, well, let's put the ski paintings there. But let's see, what's very exciting is I'm going to go build a large sculpture on the bank of the Kennecott River, and it's for this event called the Burn Dude. And Burn Dude is a uh, takeoff of Burning Man. And so we build a we build a large wooden sculpture of a dude, and, and then we burn it. Uh, and it's a really fun thing. It's normally about 15 feet tall. It normally burns for about 45 minutes. And there's normally about 50 to 100 people that show up to this event. And I get to design and build the burning dude or the burn, the, the burn of the dude. <laughs> and this year we're building a, a structure that resembles the Kennecott Mill building. And then the dude will be smaller and perched atop <laughs> the building, kind of like the burning dude temple. And the reason I chose the mill building is because while well, they talked about burning it down in the 60s, but also, which would have been crazy big fire. It's 14 stories tall. Um, the, it's because it's so toxic. I want people to burn. I want people to, when they're when this thing is burning, I want them to think of all of the negative things in their lives, all of the negative things that are out there in the world to just let them go away from their, uh, from their environment, from their mindset. I want to purge. And that is why we're going to burn a image of the mill building. 
on Friday. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's the most exciting thing that's happening. <laughs> Well, um, I guess a very final thing, you know, if people want to stay up to date with your work, purchase your work, just kind of see what you've been up to, what's the best way to uh, find you online? The best way to find me is at Real Art is Better on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have a Redbubble shop and we have an Etsy store. I'm also at Dos Manos Gallery and anybody can call me and visit the studio and meet with me in person. Realartisbetter.com is a great way to, it's a great landing page. It'll take you to all of those avenues. Well, awesome. Anything else you want to add really quick? Um, yes. I would like to say real art is better is my tagline. I stand by that. <laughs> I always want to make real art and I, and I, I want to make it better. And, and people ask me what real art is. I always tell them, you'll know it when you see it. That was my conversation with artist Scott Clendaniel. His work is currently on display at Turnigan Brewing until October 6th. And that's all the time we have for you today. You can find links and more content on the State of Art page on alaskapublic.org. I'm Ammon Swenson. Thanks for listening. State of Art is a production of Alaska Public Media, which is solely responsible for its content. The views expressed are those of the hosts and participants and do not reflect KSKA or its underwriters. Theme music is Spring Breakup by Termination Dust. Get in touch with the hosts by sending an email to soa at alaskapublic.org.